just setting up our notes quickly. Uh, so we felt um, that we wanted to get into the Word first and foremost, and we're going to go into worship just now, and we're going to go into a time of, of praise and adoration where we're just going to spend time to uh, remember and, and celebrate Christ, um, but just to, to get ourselves and all of us on the same page, um, we just felt maybe we should just get stuck into the Word first and foremost. And for 25, 20, 25 minutes, I just want to um, dig a little bit into, into the purpose of today. And um, I don't know if you know that today, well, every year we celebrate Christmas Day. We celebrate on the 25th. But today, more or less 2.8 billion people will be celebrating and remembering the birth of Christ. That's a lot of people. That's 25% of the population and more out of 8 billion people on planet Earth. 2.8 billion people together somewhere over this planet, they will remember and celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. And we've come a long way. Yet, um, as I was prepping and opening my heart to, and asking God, what should I speak on? So I wanted to be living. I, wanted, I want this word to flow. I want it to flow from you. It's got to come from your heart. Um, there's a scripture that I'll read just now that will form the foundation. But I just felt that the Lord was just focusing and telling me that uh, yet as important as this birth of Jesus Christ was and is, um, there's actually much more hidden in it. There's much more in it. Yet this, the birth was the beginning of something great. And I want to speak on that. It's, it's almost like the birth was a glimpse. The birth of Jesus, the birth of Christ was a glimpse in what God had planned. And when we celebrate this morning, when we worship and when we praise and when we adore Him, we should actually ch uh, shift our gaze not only to a child that was born and a son that was given. We should actually shift that gaze or, or, or shift our gaze towards everything that was actually hidden within what God has planned. It's much more than just a baby that was born. It's much more than just a son that was given. And um, if you can put up the scripture for me, Dirk, um, in Isaiah 9, now this scripture you'd have seen on Facebook, Everybody, uh, most of the people will use this specific one this season. But when I heard it the other evening, I was lying in my bed and I was asking God, what should I speak on? And I felt just the Lord say to me, a child was born, a son was given, and much more. Much more, Lee, and I want you to speak on that. And if you actually read the scripture in Isaiah, um, Isaiah prophesies, and, and he, this prophecy has been prophesied 800 years prior to the birth of Christ, which means more or less two 2,800 years ago, this prophet gives us a glimpse into a coming of a child, a giving of a son, but much more. It wasn't just that. He didn't say a child will be born, a son will be given. He begins to elaborate that there's more on this child, more to be celebrated, and more to um, be remembered. So he says, For us, to us a child is born, to us a son is given. And then he continues and he goes into the more. The government will be on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. And these beautiful words where he says, and the zeal of the Lord will perform it. So there's much more to be celebrated and to be enjoyed and to be remembered. And I just want to get into that and build up your faith this morning. Build up your gaze 
So that when we go into the worship, that we will worship from that place, from that expectancy, from that faith, from that hope. Okay, so it's not just Christmas time, it's remembrance time, and it's celebration time. Um, so who is this child? So just a few in- interesting facts, because um, it's also important that as we gather, the reality is we gather as God's children, but God always brings in new, new people that He wants to draw in. And I just want to just elaborate a little bit concerning some facts about Jesus. Um, first of all, um, He was a child that was destined to be a boy. If you read the scriptures, as I was meditating on the scriptures in the last few days, I became so aware how very specifically the angel would come and say, you will have a child and he will be a boy. God was very specific. And his name will be Jesus. Now, I don't want to go into the name. We don't have time for that. But it wasn't like Jesus with a J. It was Jesus in Greek and Hebrew. But it transferred 300 years ago into Jesus when the letter J came into printing. They could have used it just, just for fact's sake. And um, this Jesus was a boy. And I want you to put up the first scripture, Dirk. It's Luke 1. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee. There's more. 30 to 31. But the angel said to her, and he's speaking to Mary, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with a child and give birth to a son, and you have to give him the name Jesus. And the first thing about this baby is, it's the biological son of Mary. And we need to understand that, facts-wise, Jesus had a biological mother. Okay? The second scripture Otherwise, I'll read it from you. Matthew 1. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with a child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to, di- di- to divorce her. Um, yes, to divorce her. But as he considered these things, behold, again, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, Do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. So Jesus, the boy, was not only the biological um, son of Mary, he was the adopted and earthly son of Joseph. And I never saw this until I dug into this. It's almost like a precursor. Jesus going before, knowing that all of us will one day be adopted into Christ with the Jewish nation, and we are the adopted ones, yet we are his children. But even Jesus was adopted. He was accepted by Joseph, and Joseph said, because of what God said, I will take you as my son, and I will raise you as my own. Okay? And in the third scripture, um, in John 3 verse 6, everybody knows this, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him, shall not perish but have eternal life. He was the only begotten Son of God, the Heavenly Father. So this is Jesus. Just some facts. He's the biological son of Mary. He's the adopted son and earthly son of Joseph. And he's the only begotten son of God, the Heavenly Father. That's who this child was. That's who this child is and the son who was given. But that's not it. There's more. If you can put up the scripture in John 1 verse 1, 
Um, and you can just follow through Dirk on verse 11 and 14. And I'm going to read it. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. He came to His own, and His own people did not receive Him. And the Word became flesh and dwelled among my, amongst us. And we have seen His glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and full of truth. So this baby, this Jesus that was born, this child, is the Word of God who became flesh. It's not just a child. It's not just a birth in a major. It's the Word of God becoming flesh, being birthed, and coming to live amongst us. That's who He is. That's who we are remembering today as the children of God. That is who we are celebrating. We're celebrating not just the birth of a child. We're celebrating that God the Father and sent the Word, and the Word came and He lived among men. And He's here still today in our hearts in the power of the Holy Spirit. It's something to be celebrated. It's something to be remembered. It's something to teach our children. It's not just Christmas Day. The Word of God came to live amongst us. That's big. That's something to behold when we sing this morning and when we praise Him and adore Him. Remember that, that that's the child we are, we are lifting up. We are lifting up the Word of God. And then in Matthew 1, because that's not it, there's more. There's much more. In Matthew 1 verse 18 to 22, or 22 to 23, he says this, Now the birth of Jesus again, the Christ, took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with a child. And then in verse 22, it says, All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken to the prophets. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. This baby that we are remembering, that we are celebrating, Nigel, this baby and this boy that was given, that we are going to lift up this morning, is prophecy fulfilled. 800 years before his birth, it was prophesied by Isaiah, a child will come and a boy will be given, and there will be much more upon him. The government of God will be upon his shoulders. And that prophecy was fulfilled to thousand years ago when he was born. It's something to be celebrated. It's something to uphold and say, Lord, not only have you spoken, but this child is the fulfillment of your word. It's, he's not just the word, he's the fulfillment of that prophecy. And when I sing this morning, I want to keep it there, remembering that my God, my Father, does not just speak empty words. My Father fulfills his words. And he sent his son and his son is prophecy fulfilled. That's the baby who everybody sees on the pictures representative of. It's actually biological son of Mary, adopted son of Joseph, begotten son of God the Father, the word that became flesh, that came to live amongst us. His prophecy fulfilled is much more than just a child. It's much more than just the son that was given. Okay? But that's not it. Can I give you more? Okay? Do I still have time, Nigel? Ten minutes. Okay? You'll see where I'm going. I want to give... The Bible says faith comes by hearing. 
and hearing by what God says. I'm sharing to you what I believe God is saying. And if it's God's word, it will stir up faith. You'll begin to feel, I want to worship Him. I want to praise Him. I want to actually, so it, it, don't be surprised if you start feeling, I actually just want to start speaking to Him. Why? Because faith, a stirring is taking place. Because God is sharing His heart with us as His people. Okay. Um, so what is the much more? And, I'm, and I, I want to say this. This is not exhausted information. I really, literally nitpicked. I sat with Anel last night, half past nine. I said, please, just help me take out some of it because there's too much. There's too much to say about Jesus. That's the fear. And, and I want to say everything. I want my children to hear everything just for in case God wants to come through that door into their heart. But I'm with my wife's wisdom, which is sometimes good if you need to preach to bounce something. It's the most difficult thing, but it's the most helpful thing to do. Okay, so f- as, I, as I land this, what is the much more? This baby and this child, through his death, through his death, through crucifixion, he would become the Lamb of God. And if you read the scripture in John 1, it says this, the next day John um, saw Jesus coming and said to him, and he said, there is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. So we're remembering and celebrating not just the baby that was born and a child that's given. We are remembering and celebrating, Damon, the Lamb of God that is born, was born, and that was given. That's who he is. And we need to turn our gaze, gaze towards, Lord, this is who you are. You're not just what we've been seeing or maybe what the world is seeing. You're much more than that. You're the Lamb of God, born, sent, given, to take away the sin of the world, to reconcile us with God the Father. Through His resurrection, so that was through His death and His crucifixion. Through His resurrection, say, so Opsanam. He would become God's highest authority. That baby, Matthew 28, 17 to 18. And when they saw him, they worshipped him. This is now the, the, the disciples were coming together and Jesus was resurrected in the power of the Spirit. And he revealed himself to them on the way and he went into where they were gathering. And this happened. So when they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So who are we worshiping this morning? Who are we remembering? Who are we celebrating, Nicole? When we think of the child that was born and the son given, we're actually remembering and celebrating the highest authority that's come to earth. The highest authority that was birthed through a child. Settled. And through his resurrection, it was established. He died he rose, and when he rose, he said, all authority, all authority has been given to me in the heavens and on the earth. And there's more scripture to validate it. In fact, there's heavier scriptures to validate it, but you just don't have the time to get into that. And then um, through his ascension, so upfarden, he would become, oh, this is so beautiful, this baby boy would become the sender of God's Holy Spirit. Uh, the promise of the Holy Spirit was now available. And I want to read to you in John 16, 
verse 7, Jesus himself says. Now picture just, just picture this. If, if we think about Jesus, the baby boy, the child, who, that child who's laying there, who we see there, he is the sender of the Holy Spirit. He is the sender. He's the giver. He's the one. I mean, if you knew that, how would you have embraced him? How would you would have pictured and said, this child is all authority. This child is the Lamb of God. This child is the sender of the Spirit of God. Is he worthy to be praised and adored? To be remembered and to be celebrated? In John 16, it says, Nevertheless, Jesus speaking, saying, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But listen to this. But if I go, I will send him to you. This baby boy. Isn't it amazing? We're not just celebrating Christmas. It's not just getting together and remembering a child that was born and a son was given. Yes, it's great. But it's a glimpse into who he really was. It's a glimpse into what his purpose would have been and what his purpose was. All right. So I want to ask the worship team to come forward and you can just ignore them for a while while they set up. Um, Just considering this, uh, I think maybe if you can stand with me. I'm finished. I don't think I need to say anything more. Uh, There is a lot more to be said. But as you stand, um, I want to make a statement. I want to say this boy and this child is worthy to be called Wonderful Counselor, worthy to be called Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. He's worthy. This child this boy is worthy to be remembered, but remember he's Jesus, the Word of God who became flesh, lived among men, Lamb of God, takes away the sin of the world. In fact, he's mediator. He's the high priest. There's things I couldn't touch on. He's the lily of the valley. For me, one of the most beautiful things is he's the giver and the sender of the spirit. Because he went and he's ascended and seated at the right hand of God. But he didn't leave us alone. He sent us his spirit to come lead us in all truth, guide us, convict us, help us, strengthen us, empower us, comfort us, counsel us. Discipline us. Loving. He's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be adored. And wanna, those who want to worship in front, please come forward. Take, take the courage. Let's fill this place. And I'm ending with this song. Um, it's a song Michael English sang. And it's written in, the song's name is Mary Did You Know. And listen to these words. I mean, I've listened to this song about 20 times the last week. And the song says, Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? I wonder if she, if she knew that, she thought that. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? The child that you deliver will soon deliver you. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would give sight to the blind man? Did you know that your baby boy would calm a storm with his hands? Did you know that your baby boy 
has walked where angels trod. And when you kiss your little baby, you kiss the face of God. Oh, Mary, did you know? Mary, did you know that blind will see, the deaf will hear, the dead will live again, the lame will leap, the dumb will speak, the praises of the Lamb. Oh, Mary, did you know your baby boy is Lord of all creation? Mary, did you know your baby boy would one day rule the nations? Did you know your baby boy was heaven's perfect lamb, that the sleeping child you're holding is the great I am? Thanks, <laughs> dear